Hey, flippers and bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips they make on that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast? It's simple to do. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. That's flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com because I stutter sometimes. You can also follow us on Instagram if you're a social media person. We are only on Instagram at flipsandbumps. And most importantly, just listen to this show. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com. I'm doing it again. Flipsandbumps.com or uh, wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash at Podcast takes you to our channel where you can subscribe if you feel like it. No, no, no. Actually, subscribe for sure and turn on the notifications if you feel like it. Turn on those notes, you scrotes. I did it just for that one YouTube person. If you comment on our YouTube, I'll do whatever you want. It's just two weeks in a row. I did it right there. Anyway, two of us on this show. I'm your host. My name is Sasha, and I'm joined by the biggest scrot of them all. He's my dear friend. He's the video game whisperer. He's the whole flipping show. Peewee. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on? Are you subscribed to our YouTube channel? Um, yes. Do you turn on the notifications? No. Okay. I don't, but I don't turn on notifications for anyone. Okay, that was my next I, question. What do what do you turn on those notifications for? So nothing. No, there's there's nothing that you or any content creator could say that would make me turn on notifications. I know this is terrible to say, but the no, I disagree. I think it's a hundred percent honest and the right thing to say because other people would just be like, uh, yeah, yeah, of course I've, I've no, get, I, I get all of them. Like I don't even know what getting a notification would mean. With like any time that someone that I'm in like enrolling in their notifications i would get like a notification on my phone like a text message yeah it says like new video from flips and bumps and who wants that hard pass yeah guys if your life revolves around us that much or any other youtube show go outside build a snowman yeah i agree we're too old to try and uh plug this stuff we're we're old school go in your backyard uh, look at your feet or whatever. Like, did do anything besides <laughs> look at your feet? Yeah, just get your eyes off of all the screens that you're looking at. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah. For me, there's nothing. I, I used to have some that just randomly would show up. You know, like something you follow on YouTube and like the notifications were apparently already on. Uh, okay. But I've learned a long time ago just turn all that stuff off and and we don't it need any. No of it. good. It, it's. Yeah. I, if when I have time for YouTube, I will go to YouTube and I will go to my subscriptions and I will see what new videos are there. YouTube, honestly, is my like main form of entertainment uh, as far as like media that I watch. Um, so I'm I'm always checking my subscriptions and like who is uploading new videos. But I would ne- there is nothing that would make me like stop turn what on. you're doing and yeah, right. Yeah. It's I don't care what the video is. I I got other stuff going on. I'm with you, and I'm I'm not a YouTube person. I only watch. Night Court, which is on Amazon Prime, <laughs> and so like I don't need to. Uh, I don't know. I I try to use YouTube more and more because it is very helpful. It is a great tool. It's just very uh, diverse. Yeah. Everything's available immediately. Yeah, it's it's. I love YouTube. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, good. We went to my sister's. Um, nothing really like eventful. Just a very like relaxed. The the. The company that I work for is located outside of the United States, and they don't realize that the 
I shouldn't say they don't realize, but they definitely like don't make it a priority like to recognize the United States only holidays like Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, obviously, they don't. They, they're outside the U.S., so they don't care about Thanksgiving, or at least it's not at like the front of their minds. Um, so I was getting a ton of assignments during Thanksgiving, which I just I put off, but I ended up staying up. Once we got home from the party, um, I stayed up until like two in the morning Thursday night trying to finish work, trying to get caught up. Wow. To, uh, to to appease the people overseas. Yeah, I work with a lot of Hispanic people. And, you know, like, I never grew up really celebrating Thanksgiving. My family's Serbian, and it's just not a, a big thing. Sure. Even though I was born here, my parents weren't born here. And so, I, you know, me and the Hispanic people were talking. I'm asking them, what would they do? And they're like, ah, we just don't go to work. And, and they're disappointed because it's like hours <laughs> taken right. out of their day. They're like, we want to hit overtime. You can't hit overtime if they're giving us two days off here. It's like, yeah, my mom makes enchiladas, and then we shook hands like uh, pilgrims, I assume. I'm not really sure what Thanksgiving is, Pee Wee. (laughs) We could do a podcast about how how many um, things I should know, like like what a T-shirt is, or like why is Thanksgiving here. (laughs) And uh, I think that might be the most entertaining podcast that there is, because I know very little, and it's... It's pretty surprising. The more I speak, the the more people are like, "Oh boy, is is everything okay over there?" The the, the question from last week of where does the name T-shirt come from? That's that's it's still blowing my mind. And I was so embarrassed by it. I was like, "I'm not gonna bring it up." And here we are. <laughs> I brought it up. The T stood for Thanksgiving shirt, by the way. There you go. There we are. One week later, I did got Did you it. eat any turkey? Did you flip any turkey? Uh, I did eat turkey. My mother-in-law has been hosting for 51 years. Whoa. And uh, I... So, like, I've learned uh, to eat turkey or whatever. Sure. I've been... You know, my wife is sick. My dad's sick. Everyone around me has been very sick lately, and I've been lucky enough to avoid it. Uh, and then we found out the day after Thanksgiving that somebody at our Thanksgiving had COVID. Uh, and they were perfectly fine that day. There was other people who were like sicker at the table. But that person <laughs> the next day tested and uh, had a fever and all that stuff. And now I'm sort of feeling it. So by the time we end this podcast, I don't know, Pee-wee, it might be over for me. All right. Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving was good. It was, uh, you know, we have a small family. So there's seven, eight of us. And uh, we just joke around and have a good time. You know how right. you know how we do, Pee Wee. You know how we do. I will say, if you go down mid podcast and don't hold off till the end, guys, don't expect me to take over the hosting duties. This yeah. podcast, this episode, will just end abruptly. Yeah, just sign off. Sign off. I, Absolutely. I've, I've never looked at our YouTube stats, but I'm gonna guess most people don't stick out, <laughs> stick it, stick it through. What's the word I'm looking at? Stick through the whole video. <laughs> And I'm clearly having trouble speaking here, so I, if I fall Are over, you okay? please alert my wife. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, what do you say we start this thing? Yeah, let's get moving. All right. I am on the clock, and what that means is I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world. And uh, when I'm done, Pee-wee will have his opportunity to do so himself. I'm going to start things off. Just a little quick thing here. I re- recently purchased some more 12 by 15 uh, see-through clear poly mailer bags. Uh, yeah. These are, you know, I have a 9 by 12 version. I have a 12 by 15 version. One of them is for t-shirts. One of them is for like hoodies and sweatshirts. So I will put 
this uh, shirts inside these clear things and then i will put those inside a, a mailer a poly mailer they just look better to me yeah presented better like present uh, presentation that's exactly what it is and if any sort of like water or anything goes through a package it's nice to have you know that clear thing and these are very cheap it's 10 bucks for a hundred of them 20 bucks for 200 of them uh, but something i did this time around which i didn't do before you see all those words on there I just purchased ones with the warning labels on them, which is not a big deal. Uh, most people probably don't even think about it. Uh, Amazon, this is back when I was on Amazon, so it goes back a little while. Uh, they used to, that was like part of their thing was you need to have a label that says on the items that you are wrapping in plastic, you need to have a warning label. And so I had all these see-through plastic bags that did not, have a warning label on them so i actually uh, had to buy stickers and then put the sticker on them oof. yeah and so uh it's just nice that uh you know this exists it's already pre-made they're very cheap and honestly this is the first time i bought them it just looks better it just looks like a, a better product, product coming out yeah. of it it's not just a shirt thrown into a bag it is it, it looks a lot better um and so i just figured you know amazon they're 20 bucks for 200 of them it's not a bad thing to keep an eye out especially if you're selling uh clothes yeah i don't sell a lot of clothes but i did sell the i don't know over the summer or last summer i don't know when it was but i sold the uh yes, an orange you're horribly uh pictured <laughs> orange <sweater>. <laughs> you didn't like that oh i hated it i hated it. i almost <laughs> brought it up many times on what went wrong or whatever the podcast <laughs> the uh segment is called so i finally sold that orange sweater and um the i never thought about that the, as far as like the the moisture and liquid getting inside of it um whether it's rain or whatever it is um a poly bag would absolutely protect that but i always ship my clothing in like boxes um mm. now i will always put them in a plastic bag first but the bag isn't sealed like i don't think i have any bags that have like an adhesive like uh this uh, line across the top that would like fully seal the bag I don't think I'd have an issue. I've never had a problem with like water getting inside a, pro- a box, as far as I know. But the, that's definitely something to consider. I always thought just boxes looked better, but as far as protecting it from the 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 weather, I'll poly t- bags may be the way to go. I'll tell you this: I've sold a lot of clothes in the last year, and I started off putting everything in boxes, right? Because I wanted to look better, I wanted to be protected better, and then I quickly went to straight up mailer poly mailer bags right it's nothing it's flimsy it's a sheet of paper or whatever um and i have not gotten one complaint knock on everything that i have uh about any sort of damage to any sort of clothes and to me it's it's like worth the risk anyway because a lot of the clothes are 10 20 bucks what if somebody's really gonna say hey a a sword went through the package and ruined my shirt (laughs) then okay just whatever here take your money back and we'll move on. Like, I'm not going to let it waste my time. I don't ever put clothes in boxes anymore unless I sell a shirt for more than like 40, 50 bucks. Anything over 40, 50 bucks, I'll put it in the box just as extra protection for it. Uh, I figure it's... Will you put it inside this plastic clear bag inside a poly bag inside a box? Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. It's so cheap. It's like not even... uh, how How much is a poly bag? I mean, 11 cents, 7 okay. cents, it's nothing. It's uh, depending on, you know, when you find it and where you find it and all that, that kind of stuff. It's just, it's very, very cheap and you can get a bunch of them. Um, and for clothes, it's like, 
I mean, even 30 bucks for a hoodie when people are, I'm, I'm not wasting a box on it. I'm just polybag, 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 and then it gets out of there. Uh, like today, I recently, and this week, I've been selling a lot of clothes, $55, $45. Those ones I'll put in a box just because I, you know, if you're spending a little bit more, I want you to be a little bit happier when you see the item. Um, If you're spending $10 on a shirt or whatever, then you get the shirt. That's what you get. You don't get the protection. (laughs) Do you have multiple sizes of poly bags? Yeah, yeah. 9 by 12 and 12 by 15. Oh, you said that. Okay. I guess my... I only have one size. It's like a nine by six, maybe. It's a small bag, but yeah. I don't use it for clothes. I use it for like small, very small, like PVC figures that it like have no articulation, cannot break. Um, the but those when I put it in the nine by six bag, the figures are so small; they're like an inch big. I end up folding the poly bag further down than it's meant to be, uh-huh. and but then that leaves like a little bubble on the side where it's like folded over so then i have to tape down the side it's a mess yeah i do the same exact thing and i don't even know that you have to tape the the side but it's like you feel like you have to tape the side otherwise something will get caught somewhere or maybe it'll pop out or whatever do you ever like put those little things in a smaller box and then into that poly bag or you just put like the loose i don't have any smaller box i don't have boxes okay all right yeah i do that uh on some of my little stuff at a garage sale Last year, I found a bunch of these boxes that were like, I really don't know what would go into them. They were like, you know, around this size and about two inches deep. So if I have anything really, really small, I'll put it in that and then in the small poly bag so it's protected like a box, yeah, but yeah, in the, the little thing. So I like that. Uh, next up, I have just an interesting thing that I came across this week. It's not really flipping related, but we are media uh, podcast number one before flipping we're all about vhs uh christopher nolan who recently was the director for the oppenheimer movie no i have yeah. not seen it uh, he just came out recently saying it's a scary scary time for physical media and i guess oppenheimer is coming out or came out on blu-ray and he's really urging people to buy the physical copy now of course it's not like uh financially driven where he's like come on guys why don't you get the dvd it's a lot more of how these people who are making movies are now dealing with streamers and there's a lot of movies being made that are not even being made for dvds or blu-rays and so they make them specifically for these streaming companies and then the streamers are the ones who are in charge of the movie so you could have directed a movie made this masterpiece and many times uh Famously, in the past year, HBO did this. I think it was HBO. Uh, they made six movies. They completed. Like, Batgirl was a movie that was completed. Yeah. There was yeah, a John yeah, Cena yeah. movie where it was like a, like Wiley e. Coyote or something. Like, one of the... Yeah, the Looney Tunes movie was finished. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so these are movies that were finished. And then they decided to uh, just scrap them completely for tax purposes, I believe. Um, okay. and, and what what he's saying is like this is like people's hard work you know they put years into building these things and they don't even get to own it because there's so many people who you know have to fund all these things and whatever uh so basically he was talking about how physical media you know he's really making a push for people to buy physical media he's like not even his own movies but just any movies that you want to keep because that's the only way of making sure that you have these things he knows people who have made good movies that 
they're just being taken off of Netflix or whatever for the time being. And they have no clue when they're coming back or if they're going to be sold somewhere else or what the deal is. So uh, he was talking about how it's going to be the, another thing they're going to have to negotiate in the future with all these places. And then uh, Guillermo del Tormo, who I don't know who, who that is. I would have guessed it's the um, the guy on Jimmy Kimmel, the sidekick on Jimmy that Kimmel. That makes sense, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> he's also, I guess, a, you know, makes movies and uh, backs Christopher Nolan in the, in the same, same exact thing. Uh, so it's just cool to see that these people are, A, pushing for physical media as, you know, I've I've done so for for a long time now. <laughs> you and Christopher Nolan. I would like to say that I took kept... the, I took the lead on this one. Christopher <laughs> yeah, Nolan, yes. a, a nice second place trophy for him. But um, you know, if he wants to come on this podcast, talk about it, uh, we uh, we might have room for him. I, I don't know. We we don't have time. It depends how much GST we have. Like he would probably be on this week. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but sure, just yeah. based he's, on he's mine. definitely like a winter, maybe early spring yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah. But I but. Yeah, just thought it was interesting, and who knows what that means for like pricing of physical media in the future if this becomes a bigger thing with more directors and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and then, Pee you tell me what you want, where you want me to go here. You want Ooh. me to talk about my trip to the Goodwill Outlet store? You went. I went. Oh, I want to. I don't care what the other one is. I want to hear that. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Alex. Our only email. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Actually, we do have uh, two emails, but uh, one of them we will have to get to next week. And Tasha uh, reached out with a bunch of stuff that I need to go over, and I need to like present it to Pee Wee. Uh, so that one's going to take me a minute. But we do have an email coming up in a second. Uh, I went to the Goodwill outlet. I was working in that. Uh, general direction. It's in uh, Romeoville, Illinois. Okay. And I went over there. They had just opened up, I think, like a week earlier or something like that. And uh, I, first of all, I looked up the. Um, this was one of my favorite things. I looked up, you know, like how to get there or whatever. And you see, the, there's already reviews for this. And I'm like, how is there reviews? This it was literally like probably two <laughs> or three days after the thing opened up. And I was laughing because it had two reviews. One was a four star. It said, good, needs way more carts. The next one was one star, which, okay. Uh, where do you think someone who's giving one star, why would you think they wouldn't like the bins? Too many people? Doesn't allow kids. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see kids, um, but if so, five stars. By the way, I'm giving them a, a, a nice five for that one. Um, but yeah, so I went over there and uh, honestly wasn't planning on it. I was just. I happened to be in the neighborhood. I remembered that it, it had just opened, and so I was like, "Let me go over there. Let me check this thing out. Let me see what it is." I wasn't planning on spending too much time there, but but I did want to see like what it is. And it was. It's weird because it's not like in a retail space. It's in a little like commercial zone, so it's like next to all these other like office buildings and stuff like that. Um, okay, that's the way the one in Rockford was as well. Okay, yeah. So I, I go over there, and I guess it does make sense because they need a ton of space. So I don't know if that space is, would be cheaper to have than if you wanted that much retail space, especially if you're going to have a little retail area compared to with uh, how big the place in back is, the back room or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so I go over there and 
surprisingly cleaner than I expected. Maybe just because it just opened up. Yeah, it's new. Who knows? But I was expecting like filth and grime and uh, no one was wearing masks. Here's the one thing I, I know. If I go back, I'm wearing gloves, wearing a mask. I'm Smart. way too fragile for the for that uh, <laughs> environment, you know. Uh, I was going through and I'm kind of looking through and it was probably 90% clothes. It was so much clothes. And just every row was full of people. Not to the point of obnoxious where you can't get around. You could definitely go bin to bin. Uh, you know that you might be there with one other person or whatever, but you can keep going. Definitely, you know, at least 100 people in the place. I mean, wow. going through wow. everything. Um, I went through and I looked and I found a couple things that I was like, okay, depending on the pricing. I, I had no information going in, so I really wasn't looking to buy something unless it stuck out to me. Okay. Uh, I, I just kind of wanted to see what it was. So I found a bunch of clothing options that really made sense for what if I was doing whatnot stu uh, stuff again. Oh, okay. So because you can buy stuff by the pound over there, they do have clothes. It's not all picked, you know, like that there's nothing left except, you know, torn up T-shirts or whatever. There's plenty of stuff available there that maybe would go for like 10 bucks or, you know what I mean? Like not a... Yeah a high amount of money, but like a good amount of money if you're going to pay for by the pound, you know, and plus they offer like discounts when you go over a certain uh, poundage or whatever. Do you have a hashtag poundage? Do you, do you have the picture <laughs> that I sent you of the Goodwill pricing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was something, oh yeah, I can't read that. I think it's like a dollar <laughs> twenty nine per pound for clothes or something like that. Um, Let's see, for... Home goods, clothing, textiles under twenty-five pounds is one fifty-nine per pound. Okay, so one fifty-nine over. If you go yeah. over twenty-five pounds, then it's one twenty-nine. Okay, so like one uh, over a pound is, I mean, like a hoodie would be over a pound. A, a hoodie would be like one pound seven ounces or somewhere around there. So you're looking around like two bucks for a hoodie, uh, which is a great price if you can find a decent hoodie, right? Um, t-shirts are usually like eight ounces right so it's like maybe two t-shirts uh, for a pound uh, i mean i'm doing very primitive math here uh so, but just like you know just to throw out a couple numbers here because when you say by the pound in my mind i go yeah just load it all up in a cart and push it onto the, and then like think about it later but if you kind of break it down with clothing it's like oh okay you know, there are some heavier things. And if you're using shoes, shoes are going to be a little bit heavier over here. Mm -hmm. uh, I did go through and I found like, yeah, so there's plenty of clothes. I did find a lot of stuff that was individually priced, like the electronics section and all these different things. Oh, had really? $9.99 and $4.99. And I was very confused by that because when you get to the front and it has this Goodwill outlet pricing on the wall, it says on there electronics or whatever, and it shows yeah, you a per pound. Cents per pound. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just something that maybe they come from other stores if they don't sell in time and they have tags on them. Um, I really don't know like what the, that situation is. Uh, but the the cool part about being there was I was there when they actually took a row out and brought yeah, them, and brought the new row in, and this was the show for me. This this is what I wanted to see. <laughs> um, so it was like. It was like Benihana, and I've never been to Benihana, <laughs> but I assume this is what they do at Benihana because a, a row of people came out, right? And they were all in a row, 
And everybody looked at him like, oh man, these guys are going to flip some shrimp into their hat or, or whatever. <laughs> and these guys came out and they, they go and they picked a row and they methodically, they each took one thing and they all left, which emptied the row. And now all the resellers, who you could tell the clothing guys, they were all dressed cool. One guy was wearing like an Easy e shirt. One guy was probably related to Easy e uh, These guys, uh, they, would, <laughs> uh, they just went around the area of where the carts should be. You know what Vultures, I mean? Vultures, right. And so they were waiting. And then there was a whole bunch of second tier people is what I call them. People who are like, I'm a little bit afraid of the resellers. So I'm going to get what's left. And then okay. there was me. I stood in the corner uh, far, far away, just observing. Just clutching your knees. Yeah, I wanted to take video, and I was like, I don't think that's that's going to go over well here. Um, it may have. I don't, I don't really know. I but think it would have been fine. I did actually see the guy who puts on the Illinois Vintage Fest. Um, I don't know his name oh, really? or anything like that, but I, I've seen him in their videos and stuff, and he was there. He was picking with, with the rest of the clothes guys. So they all took their spots. And then here comes the row of people. They came back. Oh, this time they had onions. They had shrimp. They had vegetables. It was beautiful. They were uh, shooting sake in people's faces. It was a. It was beautiful, Pee-wee. And they come out with the carts, and they leave them there. And then all of a sudden, like a bunch of hamsters, man, everybody's just going through. Just You each have your own cart, and everybody's kind of like flipping through and going and taking something, putting it over their shirt, and they just kept burrowing. And when they were done burrowing, then someone else would come in and they would start burrowing. And it was beautiful. I loved every second of watching it. <laughs> but I, I realized when I was there, I was like, I don't think that's for me. I don't think this is... Um, it's too intense. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's for me and I need a little bit of time. I'm a little bit slower. I need to like, you know, do a little research while I'm at the place. Uh, um so it was very cool to see. I, I loved watching it, and you could totally tell who were the clothing people. Uh, and then, like, once they were all done, the second tier of people came in, and they were a little bit slower and methodical and looking. And half the people were there for shopping for themselves. The other half are looking for grail pieces of, you know, whatever Santana yeah. shirt or whatever uh, whatever goes for money <laughs> these days. So I loved it. I watched that happen, and then uh, I just kind of did a couple laps around looking. I went through a bunch of shoes. They had a lot of good shoes. Um, it's like a lot of trash, but also good things there. It's just I didn't spend enough time there, and I decided if I do come back, I need to come back prepared. I need to come back, and you, I need to spend some time at this place too. Going through the entire place could take you all day. I mean, it's it's a massive place, so. Uh, I loved looking at it. I don't know if it's the right thing for me, but I, I would absolutely give it another another shot. Um, okay. Have you? Like you haven't gone. You have no, any interest no, I didn't in going? Know that, that one was open. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I've got too much other stuff going on. That's they have you know dollar CDs, dollar video games, and they had all the cheap video games that were, you know, Wii, um, Ninja. I, I don't know. You know, like. <laughs> Whatever the, the cheap games that you see all the time. Yeah, yeah, always, the sports games and everything. Yeah, yeah, so. Right. All right, and that's uh, it for that. And so then the only thing I have left, we did get an email from our friend Alex. Uh, let me look it up here real quick. 
He says, uh, thanks again, guys, for the great work you're doing. It's the highlight of my Monday. And way to go, Sasha, on the artwork find, uh, the etching that uh, I found that I sold oh, yeah. to the uh, the guy's great, great, whatever he was. Um, Alex says, I think I was the research-obsessed flipper you referenced. You absolutely were, Alex. Uh, had a fun series of flips that I thought you guys would enjoy. A few months back, I went to an estate sale. The gentleman who lived there had unfortunately recently passed away. His last name was Fox. And as such, he had accumulated a reasonably large collection of all types of Fox figurines. Knowing absolutely zero about any of their markings and not being able to comfortably look them up in the setting that I was in, I decided to just go for it and picked up about 40 of them for a dollar a piece. So 40 bucks total spent on these figurines. He says, well, apparently there's quite the market for Fox tchotchkes. After a good deal of research, the fun part, uh, I found what I thought were the right price points and got them all listed. Uh, And then he he lists, he says, here's everything that I've sold so far. All were sold plus shipping. uh, And he just wants people to know, be on the lookout for large loads of Fox figurines out in the wild. Now, I'm just going to go through quick some of the like words here so vintage kunterschlutz fox figurines Whoa. sold for 26.99 can we bleep that out uh vintage <laughs> resin fox candle holders brass fox bookends uh carnival glass fox figurine two inch pot belly trinket box uh ceramic foxes potpourri holders all this stuff, and then a lot of uh, miniatures. And he goes, I still have about half a dozen or so still listed with some watchers. All in all, after fees, I'm at about $200 profit, which is not mind-blowing, but a lot of fun. Keep up the great work, Alex Vincent Street Market. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say mind-blowing because I had no clue there was a Fox Market. It's not something I've ever really looked for in tchotchke aisles or anything, but now it'll be something that's, you know, in the back of your mind if you pass anything by. He sent a bunch of pictures, which uh, we don't have up on the YouTube, but I am going to post them on our Instagram so you can take a look at some of the things that he was talking about. Uh, It's the typical stuff that you see in the tchotchke aisle, like the... uh, Half this stuff... Half this stuff I think is great. Half this stuff is stuff I would have passed on. Um the like it's a lot of like $15 sales, $18 sales. Um there's a couple there's a couple $30 sales. There's a, you know a $50 sale. Like there is some good stuff in here. But then there's like a lot of 19 fox figurines for $20. Yeah, the miniatures uh, or whatever. Yeah, like that's the I I where did he get this stuff from? Uh a state sale from someone who passed away with the last name Fox. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yes, he passed away. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, no, the fox part. Oh, he collects okay. foxes. Okay. Um, the, I mean, there's one that's like, I don't know the word, but it's like a, a rainbow color metal fox thing that sold for 60 bucks. There's definitely some good stuff in here. Yeah. Um, I just, all of it, I would not have picked up. I wouldn't have listed. I would have just thrown it in like my garage sale pile. So maybe um, if you're taking a look and seeing something that is fox related but looks kind of cool like the one that you're talking about was the carnival glass fox figurine the rainbow yeah. one 60 bucks or the bookends fox bookends brass fox bookends sold for 50 bucks um a lot of the other stuff okay 24 25 29 those are great prices for a dollar um i'm sure. with you i would have passed them up 
because it's it's just not something that I would I'm looking for. I don't know that I'm going to go out and buy everything Fox related, but it's definitely going to be something that uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a market for everything. Yeah, right? it's just yeah. It's how true. much of a demand for it is there? Um, Fox is. It seems like it's above average. But I don't think it's not like it's through the roof. It's not like like you're saying. Yeah. It's not like every Fox thing you need to pick up. Um, but yeah, also interesting. Like half of these sold via promoted listings. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wonder. It doesn't uh, mean anything, but I wonder what Alex's theory is on that. I know there's a lot of people who do like a two percent promoted listing on every one of their listings because it's what eBay wants you to do. Um, uh, Alex, let us know what your theory is on promoted listings. I would love to know that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anyway, turning 40 bucks into all of this is great, no matter what we think of each individual piece, you know what I mean? Uh, so keep up the good work, and thank you for the email. And I think that's it for me, Pee-wee. You're on the clock. Okay. Um, I've got a handful of things. Nothing, I mean, nothing like breaking news worthy, just like little update things. Break news. I wish. I, w- I wish I could. I just I don't have anything to talk about. Um, the I've been talking the last few weeks about my listings and uh, just where I've been at with that. The, I think last I updated you guys, um, I don't remember the count I was at, but I was like, maybe I was like 30 listings away from being like good to have five listings a day through December f- uh, 15th, which is my goal. Um, I have been steadily listing, uh, maybe not steadily, but like, Every other day, I'll I'll list like or I'll uh, you know create drafts for like seven or twelve or whatever it is uh, listings. And now I am right now it is November. I've already activated today. It's November twenty sixth. So from tomorrow, I have ninety two drafts to work with from tomorrow going forward, which puts me at December fourteenth with two extra. So I'm three listings away from my goal. Very, very happy about this. Um, yeah, you've been crushing it, and I feel like you've been selling more, too. I mean... Ha- uh, yeah, have you? Have you been selling more? I think the selling more is more so Black Friday passing, and people are now thinking about the holidays more so than the algorithm working with me. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to figure it out because the last two weeks in particular i've sold a lot more stuff that's been sitting six months or longer yeah same about half of my items that have sold and i'm selling like 20 to 25 items a week right it's not anything crazy uh but half of them are stuff that is older than six months and and honestly stuff that i feel is like been there for two years but then you look at it and they're like oh this has only been since may uh yeah but you sold some pretty big items as well i I noticed too yeah i think a lot of it does have to do with the holidays are here and we're we're seeing a little bit of it yeah um but i mean whatever you're you're adding stuff you're in the game you're doing you're doing it peewee i'm I'm, i've been happy and now i i mean it's also been a lot of easy listings which which i think is a lot easier to get motivated and get them done um compared to like every item being individual and needing to come up with like your own description for each one compared to like a copy and paste kind of thing just listing 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 first i had those the box of 80 kaiju that have been listed um then from there it was the monster high from last week uh and then this week i had another big pickup which was all similar items that i'm still processing uh, but that's the pickup that i'll talk about that in a bit but that's the pickup that really pushed me to the edge and got me to being three away from my goal at this point i'm gonna get to the point where i am 
where I've met the goal and then I can backtrack and add more listings, more, more activations per day, um, going up from five, hopefully I can get up to seven or something. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been, I mean, November and December or November and maybe October, maybe just November. November has been very productive for me. I think I've, I've made like 185 listings in November so far. Yeah, that's great. Um, I've yeah, noticed that uh, a lot of stuff on your page I keep going into to try and pick for well, well, well. And I go, oh, what's this? And then as I read the description, it says kaiju in it. And I'm like, there's like all these kaijus. <laughs> yeah, and I got tons more coming. Yeah. It's My original plan was to list or to activate because um, I had 80 kaiju and 40 monster high. But the monster high are all valued at much higher than the kaiju. So I want to get yeah. them out there sooner. Um, so at first I was doing um, three kaiju and two monster high every day. And then that lasted for like three days. Then I was like, no, forget it. Let's just do five monster Monster, high today. Yeah, let's just get those out of there. Um, So I'm I'm working on a combination of that. And then, but then also the stuff I'm listing uh, that I got in this most recent pickup is also like better than the kaiju stuff. Um, Some of it's better than monster high stuff. It's, it's, I don't know what I'm going to be activating going forward. Like I have so much decent stuff that I want on my store immediately to sell for the holidays. Um, that I just, I, but I also want to save listings for, to get me through at least the, 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 uh, middle of December. Is it like, do you have that urge to just list literally everything you have to g- give an additional two weeks of it being on eBay? Yeah, absolutely. I would have uh, that nonstop if that's the only thing you know. that, that makes me feel better about that and, and and that makes me feel better about okay well some of this stuff's going to get listed december 10th 11th 12th 13th 14th and 15th uh i don't feel great about the amount of time that people have to buy that for christmas but i i've talked about this the last two years december is great january in my opinion is just as good okay the people that especially the people who are looking at my stuff a lot of times people don't know how to ask for like my the the vintage toys and the the vintage video games or whatever they don't know how to put that on their list because of their Christmas list because if somebody wants that as a Christmas gift well the only way to get it is to go to eBay and Grandma probably can't go to eBay and get it I run into this my kid only wants stuff from eBay like he likes vintage toys because that's all I bring into the house and now his Christmas list is just like old Muppet figures that the only way to get them. Is by going on eBay. Now I have to explain to my mother, if you want to get him something he wants for <laughs> for Christmas, you need to learn how to do eBay. Um, it's it's a pain. So, what, what I mean, what, she doesn't end up learning it, and she just ends up going to Target and picking up whatever, which is fine. But then what happens is in January, the person who didn't get everything that they asked for on their list because it's all eBay stuff, well, now they're just using their own money. And they're like, well, I didn't get it for Christmas. Let me just buy it myself. And that leads to January being very lucrative for at least my business um, the past two years. Um, so don't give up hope on uh, on the Christmas season running out of time. You've got plenty of time with January included. February sucks, yeah. but January's still good. You know, if you have Serbian parents, they would use something like Timu, and you'd get the newest <laughs> Moppets. <laughs> You're like, what is a Moppet? I don't know. But Connor would love I've got the set Muppets. of Moppets. So. <laughs> um, speaking of Christmas, I, should, I probably should have brought this up last week or the week before, but I, th- I feel it's better late than never. Um, boxes. Have you done a box order recently? No, and I'm running low. Right. That's yeah. and that's I'm in the same boat. I need to put in an order in the next two days. I may do it tonight um, because everybody is going to be running low as the holiday season picks up steam. 
and everybody's going to be running out of boxes and everybody's going to need to order new boxes. And this is the time when box companies start running low and they have delays on when you can uh, have, when they'll have your order ready because they don't have the, the, the supplies available to make the, all the orders that are coming in. So my, like I said, I should have said this last week. I should have said it the week before. I should have done this last week or the week before, but order your boxes uh, sooner than later. You will not regret it. It's if you order too, you can't order too many, right? Because of boxes, they don't go bad. You're definitely going to get the orders eventually. Just be, don't be afraid to spend the money on boxes, especially in late November, early December. Get those boxes. Um, you'd much rather have more boxes than not enough. Um, I don't know. Last thing I wanted to ask you. I don't really have anything on this, but I, I, I think it's worth talking about. Probably should have brought it up last week. Um, Black Friday. With all the deals, and I know Black Friday isn't as big as it used to be, you know, a couple of years ago. Everything's online. The deals seem to go for, like, Black Friday is Friday, but the Black Friday deals probably start the Wednesday in the week prior. So they go for, like, a week and a half. Um, but do you do anything for Black Friday? Like, do you try to pick up anything retail-wise to flip? No, I gave up on that years ago. And not saying that there isn't deals to be had. There, there definitely is deals that you can find out there. I don't know what they are, and I, I'm too busy trying to figure out my own stuff, what I'm going to buy on Black Friday, because honestly, I'm just confused by Black Friday. I don't know when it starts. Everybody <laughs> does it on a different day. I'm okay. trying to figure out how to buy stuff, and I usually buy stuff from like small businesses, so that's another added thing that they're like, oh, we don't have a website yet. You have to send us a self-addressed <laughs> stamped envelope, and I'm like, this, how, you're, I'm buying a guitar pedal. How are you going to fit it into an envelope? Uh, so it's like all these little problems that I'm working on for my own like holiday stuff and Christmas lists and all that. Um, I, I haven't even honestly, I, I wouldn't even care to, to look if I find something, of course, while I'm out. But I, I don't even I don't it's know. It's tough, I, though, because yeah. I got to think like the Black Friday is like low hanging fruit. Right? Yeah. And low, where there's low hanging fruit, there's a lot of people who are trying to get the easy flips. And Black Friday is like very well advertised, and it like to me it would it would drive out the people who are looking for. And there's nothing wrong with these people, but it would drive out the people who are looking for like the easy flips to go out and get them. And I don't know my opinion on like just Black Friday like deals and items is just like they're not that good. They're on sale for a reason. The I I just I I don't put any emphasis on Black Friday over anything else. The the, the only like. Maybe I would go to like a store that had like a deal where, like a mom and pop store that was doing a Black Friday deal where it's like, uh, you know, on Black Friday, buy two, get one free. Okay, well, then you can make some money because then if you're already finding stuff at regular price and now on top of that, you're getting a free thing, um, then you can make some deals. But as far as like going to like Walmart and Target and trying to flip that stuff, to me, I, it's it's going to be very difficult. It's You're going to be doing the race to the bottom. It's, it's, yeah. It's that's why I like the um, the small business stuff because they do usually have better deals. Yeah. You know, there's like a local skate shop that does 30% off everything for the whole weekend. Well, that's not like well thought out. You know, there, <laughs> there's probably an area you can, you know, uh, figure something out in. Right. I, you know, but a lot of it is I'm also trying to do stuff for myself at that time. So I'm really not looking for deal stuff. I don't know, Pee Wee. I, I, I hibernate. You you see my my GST. It's it's not the best, and it's not going to be very good for a while. So, um, yeah, I tend to hibernate around here and 
just close my eyes and wish for the best. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Why don't we get to some GST? GST's garage sale talk time. This is when me and Pee Wee talk about the stuff that we found at garage sales, or since we don't have any garage sales here for the next who knows how long, uh, usually Goodwills or wherever we find the stuff. We talk about the stuff because we like learning from each other what sells and what doesn't. Uh, check out my store for those deals. And uh, and hopefully you guys can learn something along the way as well. Uh, Pee Wee, I only have a couple things for you here. I know they're boring. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it on purpose. Honestly, I thought I had more stuff this week. And then when I like went to get ready for this show, I was like, hmm, it's a pretty, uh, pretty slow week, I guess. Uh, first things first. And so I have to talk clothes, Pee Wee. We're going Northern Hemisphere. I found this vintage Canadian Heritage sweatshirt. It's a crew neck sweatshirt. Uh, pullover it's 5.99 is what i paid for it which is interesting like that's another one of those things where my goodwill is kind of dropping their prices a little bit this is something that would have been 6.99 probably okay it's a dollar difference but a dollar here a dollar or two on shirts is going down a little bit so uh, i don't know why Uh, but 5.99 this thing was in perfect condition i saw that it said canada on there it's a crew neck which a lot of people like buying it looks vintage it is vintage uh, all those things caught my eye, and I knew that I could sell this thing for a, at least 20 bucks. So, okay, I'm paying 6 and I'm going to sell it for 20 plus shipping. Not a big deal. Ended up selling it already in two days for $23. Wow. Super quick flip. Not a lot of money, but just super 23 quick. 23 even? Yeah, yeah. Is I, that an offer? Yeah, yeah. I think I had oh. it maybe at 27 or someone said 23. I said, give me the money and let's go. I was more confused on the double zero at the end and not oh, the yeah. not the one nine or the six seven or whatever, whatever, you, you know. Uh, all ones, Pee-wee. The more ones, ones, the better. <laughs> That's, you heard it here first or potentially last or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so that was a, a nice one that I sold very quickly. Uh, next up is a Disney Parks uh, winking Pluto hat. Now, here's, I like this. Here's how little I know about Disney. I was like, oh, this is a Goofy. Goofy, yeah. And then I Maybe. searched Goofy, and, and I couldn't find a Goofy hat that looked like this. And I was like, maybe this isn't Goofy. And then and then I go, oh, yeah, there was another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's Pluto. a talking dog, and yeah. there's a, a pet dog. Yeah. And luckily, I remembered his name, and I looked it up, and... Uh, a bunch of these have sold. They all sell for around 20 bucks. So anywhere from like 15 plus shipping to 22 free shipping. Paid 2.99 for it. It's in great condition. It is a Disney Parks. I'm assuming that means it came from the park. Or is I it don't just... know. I okay. I believe so, but I'm not sure if that means it's an ex- like that's what the tag says Disney yeah. Parks. Yeah. Um my guess would be that means it's an exclusive, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah. And it's an adult hat too. It's not a, a children's one. That's good. Just a a pretty cool hat. So, uh, and then the last thing that I have for you, uh, staying northern hemisphere, this is a cardigan sweater. It is a Florida Gators cardigan. Sweater. I like this. And it is a the brand name is Castles Sport, right? And this so it's homemade. Yeah, it's it's like knit. It's but it's not. It's a it's a company, and they have tons and tons of these things. But they're they're cool looking. It looks like your grandma patched it together for you yeah. or whatever. 
there's a bunch of these Florida Gator ones that have sold, but they're all vests. Like you see if you're watching on YouTube. Oh. Uh, and so that goes for about 30 bucks plus shipping. You've got that. sleeves. You have so much more material than That's the one that sold for $30. So much more additional alligators, Pee-wee. I got two gators, two uh, logos, a football helmet. Well, I feel like you have two options here. Either you sell it as it is, or you bring it to a tailor and ask them if they can cut off the sleeves and make a vest out <laughs> of the sleeves. Now we've got two out of one. Uh, I have my mom making me clothing, so she would gladly do this in a heartbeat. <laughs> Uh, you were asking me, I have something over here, a patch that you were asking me about before we started the show. And I was like, yeah, because yeah, I'm starting to make my own clothing because clothing's too expensive. Uh, but I have <laughs> my the own king of clothing. I have my own personal tailor, which is my mom, mom, the tool man tailor. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is a, this is a beautiful sweater and this uh, Castle Sport is apparently this popular vintage brand. I, I had no clue. Uh, I looked up Castle Sport sweaters, and 50-plus come up of sold comps of the last 90 days, which means every other day one, one of these is selling. Now, they're That's all from crazy. different schools, Kentuckys and sure, LSU and whatever. So it's going to take the right person to buy this thing. But all of those sweaters are going in between 40 and 60 Right around there, That's plus crazy. shipping. Um, so I noticed that someone else has this exact sweater up, and they have it for something like fifty-one plus shipping. So I put mine up for forty-one plus shipping, just so it would like really stick out. And yeah, I paid six ninety from where they were at. Yeah, I, I paid six ninety-nine for this thing. So you know, if I could get forty bucks for it, I'd be more than happy with it. And uh, and yeah, so that's about it for me. Okay. Uh, what about you, Pee? What do you got for GST? I got a mix of things. Um, I'm going to Goodwill. I'm going to mom and pop thrift stores. And we're going to Facebook. Um, let's start with let's start with Goodwill. This one I picked up today. I, I think it's gonna be one of those that you don't like. See, this is a 10 inch like rubber white gorilla. I love this. Yeah, I did too. I did too. It's not like I would call it a vanilla gorilla. Okay, but <laughs> like that's gonna make my listing. That's yeah. good. Um, Do you know who Joel Prisbilla is? No, he used to play for the Portland Trailblazers, which oh, makes yeah, sense. You're a Utah in. Jazz guy, but he was the Vanilla Gorilla Joel Prisbilla. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my Vanilla Gorilla, um, I bought him for a dollar. Um, he's made by Recur R E C U E R. Um, and it's like it's like a rubber. It's not like a PVC or anything. But he's big. You can I, I included the picture with the ruler. Like he's over ten inches tall. Um, he looked he looks kind of like King Kongish, but not really. It's more just like a regular gorilla. But I just figured based on the size that he had to be worth something. So I looked it up. Um, there's two different versions of this thing. There's a black one and a white one. Um, the they go for about the same price. Um, both go for about twenty dollars plus shipping. Um, so I figured, sure, it's fine. Um, not something I'm going to list right away because it's going to be a pain to figure out the shipping on it. It's not going to fit into like one of my small boxes. Um, I'm also running out of room in my basement on my shelves that I have like <laughs> the predetermined spots for my eBay stuff. Um, it is a problem that I'm quickly running into, especially with all these listings that I'm coming up with. Um, so that's something I'm handling. Um, this one had a green sticker on the bottom for 99 cents. So like I said, I paid a dollar for it. Um, but when I brought it up to the register, 
you, you might like this. Um, it, green tags were half off. Yeah. So it was, uh, I got it up there and said, he told me it was 54 cents. Now, I don't carry cash on me. During the winter, I should say. During the, during the summer, I absolutely carry cash. Um, and my card. You're like, I have $7,000. <laughs> I can't pay 54 cents. The I'm fine paying 54 cents, but the problem is my card can't process a 54 cent transaction. It has a $1 minimum. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I've run into this problem before at Goodwill years ago, but since I've raised the prices on everything, and the, the toys usually never go on sale. Um, so I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, I could probably just ask them to charge me for two. And then it would be there. But then he asked me if I wanted to round up. Uh-oh. Uh, I said, I literally told him, I'm like, normally I don't do this and I hate this. But t- <laughs> but today I will round up to $1. <laughs> so I rounded this up exactly another did it. 47 or 46 cents. Got to $1 exactly. And uh, we, we made that guy's day. I don't know if I told you this story, but I told my dad about the rounding up situation okay <laughs> the situation <laughs> and uh and you know my dad my dad we call him the loose cannon because he is he's blunt he says what's on his mind he's got a thick serbian accent uh some people are you know afraid when he, when he talks <laughs> uh they don't know like what to say uh, i told him i go you know goodwill when they asked to do the roundup that goes to the ceo you know what i mean like this this isn't helping anybody <laughs> And and so he was like, really? And then the next time I talked to him, he was like, I, I marched right into Goodwill. <laughs> and when I was buying something, they were like, do you round up? Do you want to round up? And he, and he, like he told me that he told them. He was like, absolutely not. This goes to your CEO and it's a scam. And he just went off on these people. And they were like, you could have just said no. Oh, that's great. Uh, but imagine all that in a Serbian accent too. It's a it's a beautiful thing. How do I add the option on my eBay store for them to round up the change after tax so I can get the get the the, the differential? It's pretty amazing that they don't offer that, considering every place you go to in the world currently uh, asks you that. I hate it. It's my one of my number one pet peeves with retail stores. Um. Anyways, another that that pickup was fine. This was my probably my favorite pickup of the week. Um, not worth a ton, but I found um, both of these in the plush bin. Um, these are vintage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Leonardo, and Donatello. Um, these are plush. They actually have plush that look very similar to this, but these are the ones that have um, like the suction cups on their hands and on their feet, so these would go on their windows. Mm. Um, I have like a slightly bigger version of these that don't have the suction cups. The, they were marked. You can see they were in the plush bin, but they each one has a tag that's like... Um, attached to both of their like the the tag loops at the top, so each one had a, a tag for two ninety nine. Didn't love that, but still, it's vintage Ninja Turtles, and they're in good shape. Like they have uh, their like little vest thingies, um, and the like they weren't dirty; they were in good shape. They had all the suction cups, so I was fine paying three dollars a piece. I honestly don't know if I'm going to keep these or sell these. Um, they go anywhere from like $15 a piece. A couple have sold for $30 a piece. I don't think I'll get that much for it. But on average, let's say $20 a piece um, if I decide to sell these. I don't know. I just thought they looked cool. No, they are cool. The first thing that came to my mind was, wow, those are in such good condition. Because if those were at my Goodwill, 
somebody would have purchased them in good condition, took them home, ripped the heads off, sewed them <laughs> in reverse, put like Leonardo's head on Donatello, oh, like Donatello that. in back, and then given it back to Goodwill. And that's when I would have found them, when they're like reverse and sewed back together incorrectly. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I, 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 that's probably my favorite pickup. Um, this next one is like a vintage Pee-wee special. Um, it's an Inesco Rudolph little figurine thing yeah i feel like this is my especially around this time of year this is like what i focus on is this the old um what do they call it rankin and bass uh rudolph show any of the merch for this show seems to sell and sell for a decent amount um the i found this at a mom and pop thrift store this is a little like figurine set nothing's articulated nothing can move it's just like a little statue it's santa at the uh at his dinner table with mrs claus next to him this is the scene have you seen this the show yeah no no oh my god uh i mean for anyone that has a normal childhood yeah uh, this is the scene where where um uh mrs claus is telling uh santa uh, eat santa no one likes a skinny santa or something like that um oh that sounds healthy (laughs) it's it was from the 60s it's fine they can do whatever they wanted um, this thing has the box. It has the styrofoam. The the uh, statue isn't chipped. It's in very good shape. Um, it sells regularly for fifty dollars plus shipping. I got it for three ninety nine at this mom and pop store. Store um, anything Rudolph, take a look at. Especially this time of year, it, I'm almost going to guarantee this thing will have sold by next week. I I messed up last year. If you remember, there was a guy that was like a block or two from my house who had cactus. He had video games and. Um, he was uh i got like a, a wii and a gamecube or something from him and he was moving out and then like my dad bought stuff from him and we just kept going back because it was a block away from me well a couple houses away from him was a guy who was selling he probably had 50 of these boxes Ooh. and he was selling them for like four bucks a piece and i was going to make an offer on it but i was called into work and i was like i'm going to come uh. back for these uh and so i left and when i came back it was closed for the day and i never ended up going back now he lives down the street from me i i can pinpoint one of two houses which i believe is his (laughs) and i've just been waiting for somebody to like be outside so i can ask them about these things because there's clearly money in them yeah absolutely uh but yeah it just has like a big box of them waiting if you can yeah if you can get them just ask them if you know hey did you have a garage sale did you have these things in the blue boxes it's definitely worth hunting down yeah all right uh main event so i have i think i mentioned it last week i uh reactivated a switch trade i've had two switches in my basement for a while uh one has the like the original box with it one is just like the loose console with all the cords and controllers and the dock that's this one that you see here i'm starting out with the lower one the one that's worth a little bit less it's this one that doesn't have the box um it's been listed for probably two weeks. Um, and Facebook, when you do a fa- – like I just list this on Facebook, and then my ad is literally for trade. I think this one – actually, I know. Um, this one I did differently than any previous switch trade that I've done previously. Like any other post I've done uh, for the switch trade. It's something I, I've done – I don't think I've done it in 2023. 2022 and 21, I did this a lot. It got to the point where I was just going out and buying Switch Lights, which is the $200 version of this, um, and just making a post based on that because this was so lucrative. 
Um, now, I, the, this is not the Switch Lite. This is the regular Switch. This is the $300 one. Normally, I would stay away from doing Switch trades for the $300 one. Um, the, I'll explain why in a second. But in short, a Switch trade is just, I make a Facebook post that has this picture. The, I try to make it look, I actually don't like that I have it on my white background. I prefer it to be on a table. I prefer it to look like I'm taking this picture in my living room. I don't want to come off as a reseller. I want, and I, I purposely like write the the for trade exclamation mark in um, by like hand. You know what I mean? I was going to ask you that. I purposely do that. The I don't do it via, like I don't type in text and import it. I don't make it look fancy. Um, I want to look like somebody who just threw this together. Um, because I feel like if I do that, I'm more likely to get people who are open to just being like, yeah, this guy wants to trade his switch. Let me see what I've got. Instead of, oh, this guy's like running a business here and he's trying to make a business decision and, and flip this for a business, whatever. Um, the the wording in 2021 and 22 was for trade. I don't have the exact wording in front of me, but it, it, in general, I was trying to trade uh, a switch either in the box or out of the box, for old video games. And I would have my list. Nintendo, Game Boy, GameCube, 64, Wii, DS, uh, PlayStation, Sega, whatever. Turbo Graphics. Anything I, I wanted, I would list in there. And then I would also put, like, I would also look at old toys and action figures if, the, if, you, if that's what you have. But I'm really focusing on video games. This time, uh, when I made this listing two weeks ago, I didn't mention video games at all. I wanted to try something new. And I only put in there that I was looking for old um, action figures and toys from the 80s and the 90s. And oh boy, was that a mistake. Um, this listing got over 2,000 views. Um, the number one thing that happens is people don't read the ad. They just see the picture that says switch for trade and they message me and say, is it available? And most people either are hitting that on accident or they're just hitting it and then have no real interest in like following up. And then there's another percentage of people who hit it, don't read the ad and just see the picture and are asking, is it available? And my, so this has caused me to my automatic response, no matter what you say initially, when I get a notification that somebody wants to talk about this is yes, it's available. What do you have for trade? I don't care what they said originally, unless they already told me what they have for trade, but they never do. They just say, is it available? Do you still have this? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, it is. What do you have for trade? I want to reiterate, I'm looking for a trade because I get people nonstop asking me, how much? How much? Will you sell this? How much? No, I'm just looking for a trade. Um, so now I'm getting why are, people. Why would people be looking to buy it? Just they think they can get it cheaper than the store? Absolutely. Yes, they absolutely think I'm giving this thing away. Okay. Um, the And that's also... Uh, you know, um, very evident based on the messages I get after I send the message of what do you have for trade? And I get people telling me, um, I've got the, I have this GI Joe figure from 1987. Would you trade for this? Like a single GI Joe, like a, <laughs> a, a single GI Joe figure. And they're like, would you trade for this? And I'm never rude because I never know where it's going to go. Um, I'm always like, nope, no, thank you. Um, take care. Like, I will be very short with them. Nope, not interested. Take care. Um, but I will never say, like, why on earth would I trade a Nintendo yeah. Switch for one G.I. Joe? <laughs> um, and maybe they just don't know the values, right? They just think this old thing that they have is worth $200 or whatever. Um, so I said that I would much rather trade Switch lights than regular Switches because I like to double up. Um, normally, if I buy a Switch Lite for a trade, I spend $200 and I want to get $400 at least back in value. 
um, with a regular switch, now I'm bumping that up. I'm spending $300, meaning I have to get $600 back. And I found that it's much easier to get trade offers. When I was doing this with uh, looking for old video games, it's much easier to get trade offers in the 400 to like 550 range than it is over $600. Um, even getting one for 400 to 550 dollars is very, very difficult. You literally answer 70 emails, 70 messages a day of people being fools, and eventually, after two weeks, you get one good good response. Um, same thing happened with the toy one with 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 this most recent listing but the good part was is that i didn't buy this switch this switch i got in a big bulk pickup at the beginning of this year maybe even last year i bought this switch for $200 plus 30 switch games you know what i mean the games themselves were worth about $900 so i didn't really care what i got for the switch i wasn't necessarily looking to get $600 in value i just wanted to see what was out there Right, and if I if I don't get anything, then I don't get anything, and I can just bring this to a convention. But it still was worth a shot, and I was still worth annoying myself for a little while with all these messages. I'm still I haven't I, I, I mean spoilers. I did a switch trade, right? I traded the switch. I haven't deactivated the listing. I still have one more switch. If I get a decent offer, I'll be like, I don't have this switch available, but I have another one. Would you be interested in that for whatever you're offering? Um, just because that current listing for this one is so popular and it has so many views it's getting pushed by the facebook algorithm um and i don't want to kill that and start over with a new one eventually i will but the whatever um so yesterday i got a message from a guy and the it started out just like any other message hey is this available i said yes what do you have for trade he then sent me a message that said i have a bunch of these or i have some of these um, wrestling figures and he sent me a picture I didn't I don't I didn't pull the picture that he actually sent me but it's it basically this it wasn't this character this is a macho man figure um, but it was a diamond Dallas page figure but it was I knew the figure and I know what that figure is made in 2014 or 2016 somewhere around there um, my response to him was no I'm looking for older stuff I'm thinking like if, if we're talking wrestling figures I want stuff from like the 80s um, I don't even want 90s stuff. I just want the either the little Hasbro figures or the bigger, like, big rubber um, LJN uh, wrestling figures. Like, those are the ones that could be worth something. And when he sent me the picture of, you know, this guy, I've got, I've got these. I said, no, I'm looking for older stuff. And I kind of just blew him off. And then his next message to me was, he, he didn't give up. He said, okay, but I've got a lot of them. At that point, okay, if you want to push back, then I give him the, I tell him what I tell everybody else. And I tell the, the same thing that I say at crowd sales. Um, I'll take a look at anything, right? You guys have heard me say this before. I said, if you want to send me pictures, I will look at whatever you have. Now, the problem when they do this is like, nobody who is not willing to put the money down for a Switch and just go to Target and buy one and try to like work around the system and do a trade for one nobody puts any effort into the pictures i've done this before and they always send me like a pile of stuff or like nothing's ever laid out nothing's ever like organized i can never see what they're offering they just so hey you know are you interested in this and i can never see what they're offering right and this one again was no different his his uh the picture he sent me was this now this to me this looks like a good picture but it's too close up it's if you're not watching YouTube, it's a bunch of wrestling figures in a bin 
But what's the most, I mean, you can see, I know you can't see what the figures are, but what's the most lucrative part about this? I, I don't know. How deep it is. Oh, I don't How, even know what that is. <laughs> okay, so there's figures up here, and it's like a big red bin. I asked him when he, when he sent me this picture, can you send me a, can you just take a step back and zoom out and get me a better picture of the bin they're in? And he sent me this. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like, like a, a big toy box. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, one of those like play school. Yes, a big plastic set. thing yeah. that like the the lid shuts on it, and it looks like it is filled to the yeah. brim with wrestling figures. Wow. And I'm like, are you offering all of these for the because and go the back, bin? <laughs> if it was a cooler bin, maybe. Um, so you can see here the. Um, there are, it's a mix. There are some, I see some belts in here on some figures. I see the, I see some figures have that ab crunch that we've talked about is important on wrestling figures, especially like newer ones post 2010. Um, I see an old Sting figure that has like a coat. The, I know this Sting figure. I know this is an expensive figure. Um, it's not an old WCW figure. It's a WWF figure based on, or WWE figure based on WCW Sting. Um, there, it, it, there's just a ton of like potential here, and this is just like the top layer. Who knows what's under it? Did any I, part of you think like maybe he just put the good stuff on the top layer? No, based on like how messy it is. Okay. And and I mean the, the other stuff like the Sting is very good, but these other ones are not. Yeah, I was gonna say is that Timothy Thatcher? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> um, I so I started talking. I'm like, okay, you piqued my interest. Um. Can you get me a better picture? And then uh, he took his time. He was busy, you know, middle of the day yesterday. We're talking a little bit more before he can send the picture. And as we're doing it, uh, going back and forth, eventually I'm like, if you want to trade all the wrestling figures for the Switch, I'd be down for that. If that whole thing is filled with wrestling figures. He says, it's it's filled 100% with wrestling figures, but, I mean, I can't trade all of them. That's my childhood. That's exactly what he said. And so, again, this brings me back to, well, what are you offering, yeah. right? I said, what do you have for trade? You said wrestling figures. I, I said, I'm not interested in what you have. You said, I have a lot. Then uh, I said, okay, get me a picture. And then you send me this picture. But now you're saying, okay, not everything. So I'm just, be more specific. Like, if you want this, this wasn't a kid either. This was a guy who collected these growing up and is now, you know, 30 years old. I mean, um, uh, listen, all wrestling people are all <laughs> kids. That's coming from a 41-year-old wrestling fan. Okay? Sure, 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 sure. But still, I just, I'm just saying take this a little seriously. When we're talking about you getting a $300 electronic and we're making a big trade. Also, this guy's located in the next state over, two hours from me. Right. So, like, let's start taking this a little more seriously than you're doing that. So, eventually, he sent me a video. So, the next pictures that I have aren't that great. It's him Um, cutting a promo. (laughs) (laughs) He sent me a video that he basically just said, here's what I get and here's what you get. Um, So, he said, here is the figures that he wants to keep. This small pile. Now, this pile worried me because I can see in here there is a wrestler that had passed away in Luke Harper. There's a CM Punk figure back here, which he's a hot like topic right now. Um, there's a Daniel Bryan who's like a popular wrestler. Um, a couple of these I couldn't recognize as wrestlers, and it just 
there's some AJ Styles. Like, more popular wrestlers are in here. Uh, but then, when he showed me what I'd be getting, he said, this is what I get. And he filled up a... Um, a laundry basket full of wrestlers, and you could I could tell in that, that there's a that there's a Hogan. Um, there's still a bunch that have like the ab crunch thing. Um, I was I'm still happy at this point. Really, what I'm happy with is the amount that he was keeping was very small. So initially, after we were talking about this bin. He goes, well, how much, you know, how many of these would you need? Before he sends me, this is what you get, this is what, what I get. Um, he goes, how many would you need? Now, I do not want to give a number. I absolutely don't want to give a number. He then comes back and then says, I, I said, I don't know. I'm just looking to get a bunch of them. He says, I don't know. There's like 100 in there. So, like, if I kept 25, are you good with 75? So, now, if I agree to 75, he's going to count out 75 and keep the rest. I don't want to do that. I know there's way more than a hundred of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to count. I don't want anything. So I just told him, pick out what you want. And then from there, send me what you are interested in trading. And I'll let you know if it's enough. And that's when he sent me the picture in the, um, in the laundry basket. I just realized this ladder is in the, the bin of stuff that I get. I did not get any ladders with mine. Uh-oh. Where did that ladder go? Um, either way, I'm, I'm still ha- very happy with what happened. So um, he told me what I get. Uh, he told me what he keeps and we, I said, okay, we're good. We set up a time to meet. I met him in the middle. So I drove an hour with the switch, met him in the parking lot of a Walmart. He pulled up five minutes later. I looked at the stuff and I wasn't overly happy. The, it was a lot of stuff. It was a very big bin of wrestling figures, but they all were covered in like a dust, right? I could tell that they'd been like either displayed for a while. They also have a sticky thing on some of their feet, like almost like a little putty. Um, and the, it's, it, but it's more stickier than a putty. Like it can't just be pulled off. You actually have to work with it to get it off. Okay, so this is going to be a lot more work than I thought. I've got to clean every single one of these. Um, but okay, it's still fine. Um, given how many were there. The, the, again, I still didn't have a number on how many I was getting. I said, okay, I don't love that they're, they're super dirty, but you know, that's a deal's a deal. This is on me for not doing more research. Actually, if you go back here and you look at the figures in like the bins, you can actually tell they have like a little bit of dust on them. Like the sting jacket has some dust. If you go back to the one where he zoomed out, this bin has tons Mm. of dust on it. Like if I'd been more, a little more like diligent in looking at the pictures, I may have realized um, that the, that it was, you know, a little more dirty than I would have known. And I'm kind of painting myself into a corner because I'm driving an hour and I may just have to turn around, right? Um, if it was too bad or if they smelled like smoke or something. Um, but I did as much research as I could on the figures that he sent. And I, I was happy enough with, with, uh, with, what he, with what he had. So I didn't even get to go through them until I got home. Um, so I got home. And the first thing I did is I laid them all out on my counter. And then I started separating them into the ones that have the ab crunch and the ones that don't. Now, the ones that do have the ab crunch aren't guaranteed to be worth, you know, a decent amount, an amount that's worth putting on eBay, but odds are they will be, if not $20 more. Some are going to be, you know, $13. Some are going to be $15, but the majority are going to be 20 plus. The ones that do not have the ab crunch, again, I'm talking about right here, this figure does not have the ab crunch. 
there's like a line right here that allows his, the top of his torso to like bend forward. Um, the ones that don't are like the basic figures. And those, they still can be worth money, but they just, it's not as frequent as the ones that do have the ab crunch. So I've sorted them into two sections here. Here is the pile of figures that do not have the ab crunch. Wow. Right. This is about 110 figures that do not have the ab crunch. So are these I, all considered basic figures? Yeah. Okay. So basic I'd, figures are your Walmart, uh, you know, Target, wherever it is. 9.99 figures. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, the arms move, the legs move, the head pivots, and that's it. Which right? doesn't mean that they're worthless because, you know, there's still plenty of value in a lot of the older ones. But uh, really like what said, makes these valuable, the basics, the, the, the non-ab crunch ones, are the when the, a character from WWE only got a basic. Meaning that there's a character on TV, he wasn't popular enough to have, you know, a bunch of figures, and he only got it. He got a figure one time in that basic line, um, and collectors want one of every character, and because of that, that basic, if it's a one-off, then that character specifically will go up in value. Otherwise, if it's like one of the thousands of The Rock or John Cena that they made, it's probably not worth much. Um, so these I may end up just like lotting up in like different groups and getting rid of those. But the real money comes from the um, the elites. The the that's the line of WWE figures that have that ab crunch. The ab crunch ones are these. The way more than than I would have thought by initially looking at them. There are exactly seventy that have the ab crunch. Um, there are a mix. There's a handful of like other lines in here too. The only, well, the only other line that's in here is the TNA line, which is another uh, wrestling promotion uh, that had a line in like 2010. And uh, those figures are all like 30 bucks a piece. So there's one, two, I th- maybe there's just two in here. There's either two or three. Uh, but those figures are uh, 30 bucks a piece. And then everything else is just like anywhere from the $13 range all the way up to like, I found some $60 figures, there's $50 figures, there's some $30 figures. Um, these are the ones, I pulled out, uh, I think, 15 or 16, or no, 18 of them today. Um, most of them to list individually, um, I think four of those to lot up together. And just those 18, the total on those that I listed the drafts for came out to $568. Okay, that's great. The, right. So the, uh, the this does bring me back to the dust problem, though. So I spent all, not all day yesterday, but I spent yesterday evening. It took me about maybe only 45 minutes. First, I sorted out all the, the elites that have the ab crunch, and then I just took a wet rag. Um, actually, I took a dry rag, and I took a little misting bottle and just sprayed them down with the mister. Then I just wiped them dry, and for the most part, that took care of all of the dust. Um, the, so all these are already clean. The other giant mess of bad ones is not clean. These, these I don't know what I'm going to do with. Uh, but the big money, I think, is right here. Um, the Here's just an overlook. So I traded the Switch for, this is my counter, covered in 100 and, I think the total was 184 um, action figures. Um, and I honestly think the total for this is going to be over $2,000. This this turned out I this went from a deal that on the drive there I didn't know if I was making the right decision because I didn't know exactly what I was getting to by the time I got home and and started looking through you know the first one eighth of these I knew that this was a home run. 
That's an incredible picture right there. This is odd. I wish the rest of the stuff wasn't on the uh, in the upper left hand corner. I wish it wasn't on there. But the yeah, it's it's so many figures, guys. Um, the the bad part is the the like the eighteen that I listed are like ones that I just assumed would be good, and I, I did pick out some stinkers in there. Like there was like one thirteen dollar figure in there, um, but the rest of the seventy, the rest of the seventy minus the eighteen, so I mean about fifty figures. I think I have to look them up individually to figure out what exact line they're from, and um, and figure out their values. The 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 eighteen I didn't even look up. I just took pictures and just assumed that they were worth something when I started listing. So it's going to slow down from here. But these fifty listings are what's going to be able to push me over the top in terms of me getting to December fifteenth uh, and and my drafts being uh, good to go on five a day and then some. And you have found so many of these scores that are the similar. Oh, it's so Bundle. good. Uh, the, listing these things today was so easy. The, the pictures were a pain, but the actual making the listings, easy, easy, easy. Love it. That's all I got for GST. And that means it's time for the flip or bump of the week, which is either the favorite thing that we sold or maybe something that happened that we learned a lesson from. Um, mine, it's something uh, I talked about, I think, last week, maybe two weeks ago. It was just the Magnavox DV225 MG9 VCR DVD combo player. I got this thing, and I didn't know if it had worked or not. I tested it. The VHS side did not work. I listed it as did not work on the VHS side. The DVD does work. And something I paid $6.99 for after three days sold for forty one eleven. That's three ones in that number, <laughs> Pewee. Amazing. Uh, plus $20.73 shipping and handling. So $6.99 into 60 bucks total for a broken combo player. I love that. I love yeah. uh, being able to sell something that is broken for that much money. Now, so. considering it's a DVD side that worked, and DVD players are pretty cheap, are they buying this to fix it, potentially? I would think if you know how. Like, I even looked up the video to see if I could like yeah, just start right. fixing them. And I think if I put some time into it, there's only a couple like components that you really look into because there's certain problems that you have with the VCR. The the main problem that a lot of them have when they're broken, you put the VCR in and it'll immediately pop the tape back out and then the the actual like tape inside the ribbon, got stuck. Yeah. yeah, it got stuck on the inside and so you can get it out with a pen or whatever and then re, you know, rewind the VHS or whatever. Yeah. That's a very big thing that happens a lot. Another one that happens is you, it goes in, uh, and then the it just goes crazy, and all the ribbon comes out. And that's a, a like the second most one that I've had oh, uh, really? problem or whatever. Yeah, and so it's you know, I kind that's I kind of <laughs> looked at some stuff that like to see if I could fix it, and I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be a VCR salesman. If it was something easier, I could have you know maybe done it or whatever. But it's like test this test this uh, you'll have to get this part and i'm like that's too much for me okay uh, i'm doing the the homework ahead of time just does this sell if it is parts and in this case it was definitely yes and it sold in three days at a great price yeah um, awesome. better than a lot of my clothes so uh i'll take it all day what about you the, i have had a ton of those monster high sales like they keep coming in but those were expected sales my flip of the week this week are the unexpected sales. I've sold three of these kaiju already. The the uh, ones that I picked up at that toy show about a month ago now. Um, they're not big 
sellers like they're only selling for 14 or 18 or whatever um but at least i'm getting i'm getting a lot of views on them i'm getting a lot of watchers on them and surprisingly they're selling and i'm just surprised that these are going not extremely quickly but quicker than i thought they would have given that they were sitting in a box at a toy show like a box that was filled to the brim that just had a sticker on the outside said ten dollars a piece and now they're routinely selling for more than ten dollars so i'm i'm very happy these are going yeah, and it's not like they don't seem like they're super rare. Like these are the less expensive ones. Yeah. And so, you know, I would be afraid that those are the ones that are going to stay longer. You know what I mean? Right, and, right, right. And those are the ones that are selling. That's it's excellent. Yeah, let's sell one of the higher dollar ones, though. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, and now it's time for Well, Well, Well. What do we have here? This is when I pick something from Pee Wee's store. He picks something from mine, and we, whatever. Uh, <laughs> for you, Pee Wee. <laughs> Uh, tested working OEM Sega Power Strip Surge Protector. I remember you talking about this thing. I don't remember what you paid for it, um, but you sold it for $169.99 plus shipping and handling. So do you remember what you paid for it? And did you expect it to sell as... I, I believe it sold pretty quickly. Um, no, this wasn't quick. This was months. Really? Yeah, this was a garage sale over the summer. Even so, that's that's pretty sure. quick. Like I take a look at this thing and I go, if I, if I'm a collector, even of Sega stuff, and I'm dropping two hundred bucks on something, and it's a surge protector, sure. it, it's it's a tough thing to pull the trigger on. You know, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I'm with you. Um, it's a rare piece. It's, the um, yeah. this thing comes from uh, the Sega Genesis. If you're wanting to like hook it up with your Sega CD and your Sega Saturn and your 32X. Every single one of those systems needs an additional power plug. Um, so Sega, not only, uh, they try to make it easier for you, right? Okay, we realize all of our systems need an additional power plug, even though they all connect together. Um, so we'll just sell you a power strip that says the word Sega on it. And uh, as long as it's branded the word Sega, that's going to equal dollar signs in my eyes. I picked this up at a garage sale where I asked a guy about toys and video games and he just pointed above him in the garage and said, yep, there's my box of G.I. Joes and Transformers. And he had mask figures um, and some uh, Masters of the Universe stuff. But a lot of it was like vehicles and play sets, which I didn't want to mess with. Um, So I made an offer on – this was the guy that told me he was um, going to bring it to a toy shop to like have it appraised and then uh, possibly just sell it to that guy. So I just picked out the smaller stuff, the mask stuff, um, the uh, there's a bunch of G.I. Joe stuff, like figures, um, and maybe some other stuff too. But then he had like, I asked about video games and he brought it like a 360, but this was in there as well. And he even know, uh, like said, I think he said like, oh, that thing, that thing's expensive. It goes for like 30 bucks. So I just put it in my pile, and then my my entire pile, I think I paid a hundred dollars for. Okay. Um, so I, if you want to say I paid thirty bucks for this thing, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Um, the, but yeah, it, it, I definitely I made a ton on this thing, given whatever I have into it, and sold it for one seventy plus. Yeah, I mean it's a cool it's a cool little piece. It's just a, a weird. It's weird. It's yeah. Weird. <laughs> the, the, what it is compared to its value is crazy. Yeah. And that's it for the show. You want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at flipsandbumps. And don't forget that we drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. He's Pee-wee. I'm Sasha. Listen to Slapstick. Pee-wee's going to do it. He's going to go right now and listen to Slapstick. 
And we'll see you guys next week. Flip that turkey!